So when you create marketing material that helps them, they're going to keep coming back to you. They're going to be like, oh, I love this person's videos. They're so helpful. Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter and marketing strategist. And today's episode is a little bit different from all of our interview episodes because it's a chance for you to ask me your top questions about marketing, your business, and building your dream. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to use a newer business model that a lot of people are realizing is the right way to not only build your business, but to do so authentically to create the kind of community you want to serve and to make a bigger impact in the world. So today we are talking about how to use your marketing to build a community around what you do, around who you serve, and how you show up in the world to make sure that you can absolutely be the person that is making the biggest impact in the world for what you do. I work with so many amazing community leaders, coaches, course creators. They've got a fantastic vision. They want to make a change. They want to make a difference. And part of that process is not just focusing on the one-offs, right? You don't just want to focus on the, oh, I need to get one more person into my community. What you're looking for is to build that long-term relationship with people. And I'm really excited to kind of dive into this and talk a little bit about how you can do that by creating the right marketing material in the first place. But before we get into the topic for today. I just want to remind everyone that I host these Ask Me Anything episodes at least once a month. So if you want your questions featured on a future episode of the Audience Converter podcast, reach out at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. Be sure to put AMA question in the subject line so I know you're contacting me because you have a question you want answered. Give me your name, your business website, and of course, your all-important question. If I choose your question, I'll give you a shout-out on the show and include your link in the show notes back to your site. So it gives you a little bit of an SEO boost. You get an answer to your question, and it helps serve my community by answering a question that I know a lot of other people have. So here recently, I have most definitely been approached by quite a few people about this idea that they want to, you know, stop focusing on the one off types of interactions with customers. I feel that there's so much information out there about the importance of what we like to call in the marketing world, lead generation, which means it's really, really important for you to get new leads. But I don't like that term because it kind of changes the idea in our mind that all we're doing is we're looking for leads, 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 leads. And we kind of forget that each lead is an individual person. It's an individual person that we can make an impact on, that we can help, that we can interact with and, and make, a, make a difference in their lives and help them improve. So when you only focus on, gosh, I need more leads, gosh, I need more leads, and all of your marketing and all of your business is focused on getting more and more new people into your business, you kind of forget the, the long-term gain, the long-term goals. You kind of forget about making a long-term impact 
because you're always focused on getting new people. And then the people who are already there, who've already said yes, who are already like, yes, absolutely. I like what you have to say and I want to learn more about it. Those people kind of start to feel neglected because the only time you ever reach out is when you have something specific to sell. And when we don't build that relationship, when we don't take the approach of, yes, I want new people into my community, but I also want to nurture and grow and see my community thrive, then it's a very different kind of business that we're running. So the first step to making sure that the marketing you're doing is going to be the right kind of marketing to build a community around what you do, the missing key to a lot of people's marketing mix is a definition of who their audience and community members are. So if you heard me talk before about the audience conversion method, let me just dive into that real fast. I created the audience conversion method because a lot of my clients, I realized there was something missing in their marketing. Partially, they didn't have a strategy, but they also didn't even know where to start with creating a strategy. So the audience conversion method is a way for you to create a marketing strategy that makes sure you're speaking to the right people at the right time with the right message. There are five parts to the audience conversion method. Part number one is audience. Then we go into the ask, the audit, the answer and the action. And all of those, of course, we can dive into a little bit more later. And I have several other pieces of material around those topics. And of course, I teach people the audience conversion method live in a course every month. And that will be opening again soon. So if you're ready to create the kind of marketing that brings in the right people at the right time who will become loyal fans, you can join the next class of the audience conversion method live. It's a deep dive into how to ditch the launch. And we cover that first in a master class. And you can get all of the juicy details for that at theaudienceconverter.com slash missing hyphen key hyphen ditch hyphen launch. Unfortunately, my pretty links aren't working right now. So that is the longer, less fun URL to type in. But that's okay because of course, all of these links are in the show notes. Again, so if you want to learn a little bit more about the audience conversion method and how you can use it to create the next 12 months of your marketing, so you know what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and exactly how you're going to get it done, be sure to check out and sign up for the next masterclass to learn about all of those details. But let's get back to the topic about how to build a community with your marketing. So here's the thing. From a business perspective, building a community makes the most sense so that we can talk about logistics first here. If you have a community of people who every time you say something, they want to hear about it, they want to share it, they want to buy something if you offer it, that's a really great solid customer base to build and grow your business from. From a perspective of growing and making a movement and making a change and making an impact, especially as a community leader, Building and focusing on growing, attracting, and building your community is also a really great plan because, you know, the more people you have, the bigger impact you can make. Not only are you going to make a difference in their lives, you'll make a difference in the lives of the people they touch. And especially if you're focusing on people who who make a difference in the work they do, you can expand their reach by helping them expand their businesses as well. I kind of view copywriting as the ultimate tool for doing so. Everyone I help, I'm helping them not only build 
their business, grow their business and make themselves more money. I'm also helping all of the people they help do the same type of thing. And most of the people I work with are community leaders. They have some kind of impact that they're looking to make in the world. So by me helping them grow their business, I'm helping them expand their impact in the world as well, which is fantastic and awesome. So the missing key to a lot of people's marketing mix is that they don't really define what that community looks like. Who are the members of the community you want to attract? Who are those audience members that you want to attract? Use the word audience because most people can understand that the audience of people who watch something, they all have something in common. Let's say the audience members who all watched Game of Thrones, right? That was an international phenomena. Everyone knew what it was. I have never seen an episode in my life, but I do know what Game of Thrones is. But there was a wide, wide audience. However, the people in that audience were very diverse. They were very different. They had a similar interest, right? They all really liked the show to the point where, you know, uh, if it was delayed, I believe... I recall the uh, the last season like wasn't going to be shown for two weeks or something around the world and everyone was so eager. They didn't want to hear about it on social. So everyone was kind of sharing it around, which, you know, not very great, but also shows that the people were a very dedicated members of the audience. But you also have like audiences at a rock concert, audiences at a theater, some of which are things that we will eventually get to do again uh, once COVID has uh, kind of gone by the wayside. But The idea is that your audience members, they all have a similar interest, a similar problem, or a similar goal they want to reach, but they are very diverse people. So, you know, uh, people who want to lose weight, they have a similar goal. They want to lose weight, but the type of people they are, the type of environment they're in, the support they do or don't have, those are all very, very different. So when you are creating a community, first, you kind of want to decide or at least have a general idea in your head as to who the ideal community members and audience members would be. Because if you don't know that, it's really hard for you to create the marketing material that's going to bring in the right people to build and grow the community. You have to know who those people are first. So, you know, we've talked about the new business model and how communities are a really great tool to grow a sustainable business. And so now I want to talk a little bit about how can you build that community with marketing? Now, I know a lot of people I speak with, when I first talked to them initially, they're like, oh, you know, I know I need to do some marketing. Uh, they are not enthused about it. Or they have this idea, they're, they're like, oh, you know... I know from like a marketing thing that, you know, that's not the best idea. And that is one phrase I want you to remove from your vocabulary right now. And here's why. Your marketing is simply an extension of what you do. Whatever it is you do, if you help people find work-life balance, if you help people lose weight, if you help people manage their time, if you help people improve their communication skills, whatever it is, Your marketing should simply be an extension of what you do because you are going to be telling people about what you do. Marketing is simply the process by which you share your message to people who are already looking for your help, okay? These are not people who, you know... Uh, I don't want to talk to them. I, I have to do something super, super different because then, you know, that's a good idea from a marketing perspective. No. The secret weapon most marketing plans overlook is that there are people out there who want your help. There are people out there who need your help. There are people out there who are looking for your help. So your secret weapon 
is to help them. And the way you help them is the way, of course, you're going to work with them anyway. So why on earth would you change the way you talk about your process, the way you talk about your business, the way you talk about yourself, the way you show up and share yourself with people who are interacting with your company, your business, or your marketing materials for the first time? Why would you change that interaction because it's marketing? And I'm I'm doing little quote fingers here. You probably can't see. But the thing is, is that Helping is your secret weapon. More and more and more people are picking up those magical devices in their phones that, you know, Roddenberry had as an idea back in the 1960s. We have phones. We have smartphones. And a lot of people are getting so to the point where they don't even want to swipe or type in anything on those smartphones. Instead, they pick it up and say, hey, Siri, hey, Google, where can I find XYZ or... How do I cook a chicken in a hot pot or, or an instant pot? Or, um, you know, what are the three foods you should avoid if you're avoiding gluten? Uh, you know, all of these kinds of things. People are approaching the internet, A, with a purpose. They always have a purpose when going online. And B, they are asking for help. These are people who want help. So they are the easiest people for you to connect with and for you to bring into your community because they've already expressed interest and they've already raised their hand and said, hey, I want to learn more. I'm looking for help around this particular topic. So when you create marketing material that helps them, they're going to keep coming back to you. They're going to be like, oh, I love this person's videos. They're so helpful. And then they consume two or three and they're like, you know, I'd, I'd like to work with this person closer. I wonder, I wonder how I can do that. And that, of course, is what we're here to talk about. So you want to be bringing in people to your community by knowing who those people are and by deploying your secret weapon, which is to create marketing material that helps them. Now, I know that a lot of people kind of you know, they're, they're, as we said, right, they're wary. They don't want to worry too much about, well, I have to do this type of thing or this type of approach because it's the proper marketing approach, especially in the days when everyone follows people on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, and I'm probably forgetting 15 other different social channels. But the reason why those people keep coming back, the reason why those people have been able to build a huge empire is because they're themselves. You are the most powerful tool for your business. Hands down. People are going to resonate and like you. It's not about I have to appear like somebody else in order to be properly marketing. And then when they get in, then I'll show show them who I really am. No, if you do that, you're going to be bringing in the wrong people. You're going to be bringing in people who aren't ready to work with you because they're surprised by uh, the way you work or how you talk or a bunch of other different things. And it creates a disconnect and it can break the trust between people. If you show up and aren't yourself in your marketing. So if you're going to go live on Facebook, if you're going to record a podcast, if you're going to write a blog post, if you're going to send an email, it should be from you. And you are you. You don't have to change anything. I'm going to share a really powerful story with you that kind of changed my perspective from this as well. So I dived into being a copywriter and knew nothing about running a business. Basically, I, uh, I was teaching English in Spain. I heard about this opportunity. I took the training to become a copywriter. I got verified. I got, um, you know, I passed the exam, all of that great stuff. I got verified saying, yes, I understand copywriting. I am a direct response copywriter. 
but I didn't have any training on a, you know, what it was to run a business. How should I run a business? And the only thing I had to refer to was my high school English class when we had to write resumes and learn about how to write business communications. So like a business letter, right? Where like half the first page is taken up by 15 different places for the address because that's super important apparently. And, you know, the formal greeting, that kind of thing. So that is the only thing I had in terms of, well, how do I communicate as a business owner? And I really wanted people to, to realize that I was serious, that I was a business owner, that I'm not someone who's going to do work for free because I run my business and my business is me copywriting, is me uh, writing the words that are going to help you and your business. So when I first got started, I would write emails as if they were business letters. I would have a formal greeting. I'd have really formal and clunky language. I, you know, had no personality in the emails. It was all strictly what I like to call the corporate wee-wee. I help this. I do this. We do this. We do this. We understand this. It was very dry. It was very dull. And it was definitely not a reflection of me and who I am. And I went to my first networking event and was able to land a couple of clients. And one of them said something to me that transformed my business, it transformed my perception, and it honestly helped me save my business before I made it crash and burn. And here's what I mean. They told me, you know, I'm so glad I met you in person, that I got the chance to meet you in person because I, I had been communicating with this person beforehand, right? Uh, they had given a couple of opportunities before the event to submit some samples and stuff, and I had been emailing back and forth. And they told me, they're like, I'm so glad we met in person because uh, from your emails, I thought you were a completely different person. And that person, I wouldn't have wanted to work with. It was too formal. It was too, eh, it wasn't a right fit for the way we do things in our company. But I'm so glad we got to meet you in person because I, I love your energy. I love your enthusiasm. I love the way you work. I, I love the way you talk about things. And I can tell you're passionate about what you do. And I'm really excited to have you, have you do this project for us. And that really made me pause because it made me realize that my emails were part of my business. They were me marketing myself. I am selling, working with me. What do I do? I write copy. I write words. I help people figure out their marketing strategies. But the truth is, is that there are thousands of copywriters in the world. Most of us have some kind of training and we understand what copywriting is. Now, there's also thousands of people who say they're a copywriter and do not have any kind of training, but I actually do. But you know, there's tons of people out there who do that. The reason why someone works to work with me is because I'm me. The reason why someone wants to work with me, the reason why somebody wants to learn from me, the reason why somebody likes the way I'm going to help them build their business is because they like my approach. They like me. So it's really, really important that you are in your marketing. You are the most powerful tool for your business. Now, what does this have to do with building a community? It's the same type of thing. When you are a community leader, people stay in your community because they like you and they like the community you've built. So when you define the right kind of people to be in your community, you're building the right community for others so they can get that great community interaction. And you have to be you. People are going to stay in the community because they like the way you run things. They like who you are. Nobody else. Nobody else can replace you. Nobody else can, you know, emulate you. You are you. 
And you are such a huge part and an integral part of your business and of your marketing. And you shouldn't be, you know, kind of trying to hide that or be somebody you're not in terms of your marketing. So if you want to build a community with your marketing materials, first step, decide who's going to be in that community. You, you have to know, obviously, how you're going to help people, what you want to do, what the big mission is, all of those kinds of things. But those can kind of bog people down. It can confuse people. It can make them a little bit worried. So first off, decide, you know, who are you going to help? Or do you have a general idea of who's not a fit for your community? So for example, I work with people who are community leaders. They're interested in building a long-term relationship. So if somebody comes to me and they say, look, um, I want to increase the number of leads I get on my website. I don't care about the conversion of anything else. I just want a lot more people to my website. I'm not going to work with them because they're focused on getting new leads, new leads, new leads, and they're not focused on nurturing and building a community. Pretty simple. So what you want to do is be yourself Define who is, you know, the right kind of person for your community and ditch that lead first mentality. Yes, it's important, obviously, to always be getting new people in because communities change, they, they shift. You do always want to be growing your community. But remember, you also want to be nurturing. You want to be connecting. You want to be building that relationship with people within the community. And one of the best tools to do that is through email. While social media, you know, it's maybe a little bit more direct. You can do one-to-one messaging, all of this kind of stuff. Here's the thing. Every social channel, even if it's one that is strictly for business first, people spend a certain amount of time on it. And they may or may not be open to working with you in a business capacity depending on the social channel. Also, the social channels, they're always changing their algorithm. I can't, you know, every time somebody tells me how to, how to make sure everything gets seen on Facebook two days later, nothing I do is working anymore because the algorithm's changed or it's changed for me, but not for my friend. It's, you know, you don't control the algorithm for social media. So no matter how many followers you have, unless you're willing to pay to continue to boost your content, a good portion of them aren't going to show more than 85% of the people who said they want to hear from you. They're not going to see anything from you. You're going to get like 10% um, unless you have crazy, crazy high engagements. But that requires, of course, a large community to start with. So if you're just starting out, it's not the the best method. So, you know, you don't control social. You don't control social at all. And social can always decide to change its rules. You can't really control SEO either. You know, those are algorithms that change all the time as well. What you can control is if somebody signs up and says, yes, I want to hear from you, guess what? They're yours. It's your platform. They have said, I want to hear from you. I want to receive emails from you. And it is your opportunity to start building that long-term relationship with people. So how do you build a community with marketing? You have a really solid email marketing strategy. And that starts from message one. So I want to talk really briefly about how you're ruining your reputation with a single email. So we talked a little bit about my story, right? Uh, Somebody told me my emails didn't really sound like me and they weren't really sure what it was going to be like to work with me. And that translates really well to receiving that first email from you. Now, a lot of us think of, oh yeah, well, the first email they get is probably going to be that one where like they ask for a guide or they ask for a checklist or they ask for a couple of videos and uh, I'm going to send them the email that says, here's your stuff. But that's not the first email most people are going to receive from you. 
the first email is a confirmation email. You know, most of us are, are following the rules of our CRM systems, our email systems, and we have to get that double opt-in. We have to have people click twice saying, yes, absolutely, I want to hear from you. So that confirmation email is a huge missed opportunity for so many people. A lot of my clients, a lot of uh, lists I've signed up for, it tends to be very generic. You know, you get that message saying, hey, you requested XYZ guide, please click below to confirm your subscription. It's boring. It's generic. It's what I call a boilerplate copy. It's not you. It's not a reflection of who you are. It's not a reflection of how you work with people. It's not a reflection of you, which of course you are the most powerful tool in your business. So, One easy way for you to start building a reputation, for you to start building a really deeper relationship with your community is to have that first email be personalized. And when I say personalized, I don't mean like, oh, you need to be able to, you know, insert, hey, first name code or whatever so that their first name shows up. It needs to be personalized as if it's from you. It needs to sound like it's from you. It needs to give people a slight hint of what can they expect in their inbox. Because think about it. It is the most anticipated email they are ever going to receive from you. They absolutely 110% know they're going to get an email from you because they asked for it. They asked to get that first message. They want the gift. Most people know they have to click a a button to get there first. So they're, they're expecting it. They're waiting for it. That is the most anticipated message that is ever going to arrive in their inbox from you. And it is your opportunity to showcase who you are. And when you don't, when you just let the boilerplate copy speak for itself, it kind of creates a little bit of a disconnect. Maybe the messages I'm going to receive are a little bit boring. Oh, well, the only thing I want to do is click that button. I don't necessarily need to know anything else. And then they get your gift and then they never open another message from you. It is your very first opportunity to make a first impression, to hint at what is to come. And it's a huge missed opportunity for so many people because we just use the random, boring, plain confirmation email. So if you get nothing else from listening to this episode, I want you to take your most popular gift and customize, personalize, brand your confirmation email so people can kind of get an idea as to what they're going to expect in their inbox. And the last thing I want to talk to you about today is science fiction travel stories and club dance music. Now, that's a really random collection of things, and it doesn't really have much to do with marketing, so you may think. But here's the thing. Those are the three things I will talk about randomly throughout in my emails. It helps build the know, like, and trust factor because people know something interesting and different about me, and it has absolutely nothing to do with business. If people are interested in science fiction or if they're interested in travel or if they're, if they're interested in dance, That's uh, something they can look forward to in the emails. And it makes things much easier for people when you start with a story and then go into the information you want to share, whether that's uh, the top seven foods to avoid when you're trying to cleanse or if it's the top three things that are probably eating up hours of your time each week and you don't even know about it. Whatever it is, stories are the way forward. And it's really easy to write a story when you have a starting point. So what I tell my clients is pick three, three personal things that you would be happy to talk about until, as we say in the Midwest, the cows come home. So if somebody approaches you at an event, if you meet on a virtual event right now, if somebody messages you, if somebody gets on a prospect call with you, whatever it is, 
can they expect you to maybe mention something about your travels, science fiction, or dance music? That's the three things I like to focus on because that's me. I love science fiction. I love to travel. I've been almost uh, a little bit over 20 countries. I lived in five or five of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing track here in my old age. And uh, I love to dance. And, uh, you know, pop music is my, is my guilty pleasure because I will listen to it because it's got a great beat and I can move to music. So those are the three things that if somebody comes up to me, most likely, if we're not talking business, those are the topics I'm going to talk about in person. Those are the topics I'm going to talk about in my emails. Those are the topics I'm going to mention in my marketing material. So what are your three? Pick your three things that you'd be happy to talk about, whether that's your dog, whether that's your love of quilting, whether that is your love of home renovation. It doesn't matter what those three things are. It matters that it is a reflection of you. And it's another easy way for you to show up in your marketing material so that you can build a community around you because it's something people are going to resonate with. So, you know, today we talked a little bit about how to build a community with marketing, especially focusing on, you know, why the new business model of community first is really important, the true cost of lead first mentality and how that doesn't create the greatest experience for people and the missing key to your marketing mix and why it's so important for you to really know who you're talking to before creating any kind of marketing. If you're ready to create the kind of marketing that brings it the right people at the right time who will become loyal fans, please consider joining the next class of the Audience Conversion Method Live. We will dive deep into how to ditch the launch on the next masterclass, and you can get all of the juicy details at theaudienceconverter.com slash missing hyphen key hyphen ditch hyphen launch. And of course, those links will be in the show notes. So, just a quick reminder that this was one of those special solo episodes where I answer questions that I have seen out in the wild a lot or people send me directly. If you want to get your business a shout out and highlighted on another episode of the Audience Conversion Method, please send me your questions at contact at theaudienceconverter.com and remember to drop AMA question in the subject line. Thanks for listening, and I can't wait to have you on next time when we talk about another great topic and how to convert your audience as a community leader. Until next time, keep calm and get to marketing. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 